What's up, everybody? This is the State of Course podcast. Uh, this is episode number 16. Uh, but before we get started, I want to go ahead and just take a few seconds, maybe a minute or two, uh, to thank a few people for continuing to support and continuing to uh, just um, be a part of this, uh, the life of this podcast. Uh, without the guest, none of this is possible. Uh, so with that being said, I just want to give a, uh, I was going to say a fat shout out. I want to give a, a big shout out to uh, uh, Dr. Pedro Olvera for coming on. Uh, my homie Joseph Garcia, he came on for one of the episodes. My brother Arturo Jr., uh, but brother, I love you. Uh, your episode is still number one on the podcast, so uh, love you. Um, who else was on here? I'm trying to think. I don't have it in front of me, but that's, that's okay. That's how this works. Um, I, oh, Izzy. Izzy, my brother. Uh, we lost the first place on our podcast, but it was a fun one. So uh, I hope uh, you continue to share it with people, and uh, thanks for all your support. Um, I also want to thank... Um, who, who else was on here? Jeez. Um, oh, actually, so the, the episode that's going to drop is... Uh, at the Kelly Hustle, Calvin. Calvin, you're a, you're a genius, you're a businessman. Uh, thank you for sharing a little bit of your business mindset with me, uh, especially after we got done recording. Uh, just an FYI, I found out that you can record longer than one hour. So the next time we get together, we're definitely gonna do longer than a, than a thir- uh, 60 minute uh, episode. Uh, I also had a guest last week, which won't drop till next week, and that is uh, that's at the fat dude, uh, fat dude uh, on Instagram, Inc. And at Shay, I think it's uh, the Chef Strings. Uh, had a good time talking with these dudes. Interesting, uh, interesting and introspective conversations. Uh, uh, I did a bunch of them myself, and uh, those are useless. But for the most part, um, everyone and anyone that has supported the podcast, whether it's following on Instagram, it's going to the website, uh, liking on, on Instagram, liking on Facebook, uh, uh, retweeting. Um, I just want to say thank you. Uh, I, I'm, I'm super, 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 super grateful for that. With that being said, I want to give, oh, uh, most, impor- most importantly, I want to give a shout out to Samuel Dito Brown Terrado. He was on here uh, on the last episode, and that was a tremendous podcast uh, from, uh, from uh, gangster rap to gospel rap, man, and just how God continues to deal with his life. Um, I also want to give a shout out to my, uh, my sister-in-law. Her name is, uh, I call her Rodriguez. I'm not going to give her full name because I don't know how comfortable she is with that. But her name is Rodriguez. She has a small company that she's trying to build during these times. And I would appreciate it if anyone listening to this would just take a few minutes to email her and set up an appointment, set up or not an appointment, but just place an order. She's doing custom tumblers, custom tumblers, man. And she can put any design, any logo, um, and she will work the prices out with you. You can email her at inlandcreations at yahoo.com once again inlandcreations at yahoo.com she's working on her instagram she's working on her uh, social media to pump out her uh, her product uh, but i can guarantee you that it's dope it is super dope she uh, she she created a custom tumbler for me on behalf of my mother mother-in-law 
that has the logo of the State of the Course podcast, uh, which is my big ugly face on the uh, on on the sticker, and it says uh, um, "St." Actually, what does it say? I don't know if it says anything. It might say "State of the Course." State of the Course is D. Anyways, I don't have it in front of me, but it's super dope. It holds. It, it keeps your uh, your mugs, uh, your cold drinks cold all day, and it keeps your hot drinks hot all day. So go do the math. Inlandcreations at yahoo.com. Uh, hit her up. Uh, she'll work out the prices with you and uh, tell her that you heard it on the State of the Course podcast. That's how we do this bad boy. Uh, with that being said, uh, thank you, everybody. I love every single one of you guys. I know that this is a, a, a podcast that probably doesn't fit everyone's, everyone's liking, but I'm trying. I'm trying to get it for everyone. I want. I don't want to miss any kind of any part of society, and I want to go ahead and let them know that stay the course is not just something that happens in one person's life. It happens in everybody's life. It's the stay the course podcast. Um, the true definition of stay the course is a phrase used in the context of a war or battle, meaning to pursue a goal regardless of any obstacles or criticism. And every single one of us in our life have faced an obstacle. We've all faced criticism. We've all faced challenges and struggles and hard times. And look, as the uh, as one of my homies, uh, uh, Paco or Francisco Romo said, who would have thought that two little youngsters were on the path to greatness? You're on a path to greatness. Paco, I love you, brother. Thank you for the support. Thank you for, uh, for everything. One of these days, we're going to get you on here. And uh, uh, yeah, man, I just, um, I don't have enough words to thank everybody, but for sure, uh, as I'm going through my ins Instagram, I want to, uh, thank fat dude. I want to take cultured. I want to thank uh, my niece, La Eunice, my little niece, Clarissa, my number one fan. I want to thank, uh, let's see who else. Nancy Cordova Molina, Bruce Lee kid. Um, let's see, uh, Izzy 619, Erica Guardado, um, Taylor Jones, Gino, Pantos, Bill, A.O. Slick, Giovanni, R.G., uh, what is it, uh, Azio and Brenda, 80, Lestat Montragón, De Cuevas, Elio, 1904, Sarah Alvarez, Meche, uh, Bombash, uh, Ramirez, uh, Junior Ramirez, Azio Cuevas, Quinez, uh, Easy, or Quinez, Quinez, eh, um, my, my cousin, Elizabeth, Ibarra, too, uh, Nat Escamilla 69 thank you so much for the support I love you all this is episode number 16 of the State of the Course podcast with at the Kelly Hustle Calvin enjoy uh, yep recording bro we're live oh, let's go let's see here we go hey what's up everybody this is the State of the Course podcast I'm on here uh Getting ready to drop an episode with uh, the homie Calvin at the Kelly Hustler. This guy's making bank, bro. You guys don't even know. And you guys need to go ahead and uh, and hit this guy up on his YouTube channel. We'll get into all the details later. But at, uh, on Instagram, the Kelly Hustle, man. Thank you for doing this, Kelly. And yes, uh, boom, we go, we're, we're going to get into it, man. Peace. So there we go. Send that story out. You tag, all right, man. Did you, uh, did you tag me in it? Uh, I have not tagged you. Let me go ahead and do that real quick. Yeah, tag all, me. This, this is all live. This is all being recorded. So 
Guess what? Okay. Yeah, it, it, no, no, it's, it's all good. Yeah, let them enjoy everything, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, uh, Tag me in it. That way, you know, my folks can see it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've grown I've grown so much. Like, bro, I was I was never a fan of like, like. It took me the longest time to get on social media in general. Like when I first right. met my wife. So it's going on. I met my wife, what, 2011, late. Yeah, so yeah, she yeah. she was she just turned 20 when I met her, and um, she's about to be 20, damn, 20, 29. But anyways, yeah. yeah so it's you been. Guys, a, you guys I mean, have been uh, rocking together for a minute now. Then. Yeah. So it's been a minute, and um, but I remember when I first met her. You know, I wasn't. I didn't have Facebook. I didn't do none of that. I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. And I would I would always jack her her uh, Facebook and uh, add all my all my buddies that were on Facebook to her Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. And that's how I would get down with everyone. And then finally she was like, I'm making you a Facebook, baby. So that kind of kind of start the curse. Hey, but that you know, it, it's funny you say that because that is like a curse, man, because as much as, as useful as it as this is, man, if you ain't careful with it, man, this thing is just a, a mind warp of of a, of a of a technical apparatus, you know what I mean? Bro, it's um, it can be it can be vicious, and and so kind of on that kind of to that point, like um, I'm just now kind of branching out into other avenues of, of social media, and I've I've kind of had a, a Instagram before, never really tried to grow or really was re- ever really active on there, um, but since I started all this YouTube stuff, man, um, you know, a big way of growing in in the niche that I'm in with resellers. Uh, is Instagram. Instagram's a great platform for it. So um, organically, bro, like, right. you know, there's things you can do to kind of like push, you know, your, your followers and all that stuff. I'm trying to be as organic as possible. Now, right. that's not to, that's not to um, kind of get it confused with advertising or be, or paying for ads. Like okay. I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind paying for ads and putting it out there in front of a YouTube, you know, you see the pre-rolls on YouTube, yeah. the ads, like sometimes you see people trying to sell some stuff. I wouldn't mind putting an ad out there for myself to, pr- to promote my brand, but um, like paying for followers, that type of stuff, I'm not oh, with yeah, that. No. So organically, uh, this, this, uh, this time around on Instagram has been booming, bro. And I have like, I- I'm, I'm reaching 600. I mean, it's not crazy, but I'm reaching 600 yeah followers on instagram and the reason i'm happy about that is because it's just been organic bro right you're not you're not paying to get those extra boosts Hell no. I, dude i get every time i post something i get that little notification on the gram or on facebook saying yeah. hey you can boost and reach so many more people for some for you know 10 bucks yeah. i don't want to do that either yeah. i don't care if it's only 10 bucks yeah so here's the thing so that 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 one's okay that that's okay, okay. because you because you're not you're not paying for followers, but what you're going to do when you boost a post, you you can target a demographic, bro. So, ah, okay. So let's say you can boost your post. You could target anyone who follows Joe Rogan. Right. Oh, that's how that works. I've never looked into it. I just didn't want to go. I, just, I wanted my, I want my podcast to take off on its own as well. I want to be able to say that, hey, man, grassroots from the ground up. Absolutely. And, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't have that many followers either, bro. This is all brand new. But yeah, yeah. I started literally about a month ago. And I've always, yeah. maybe, 
so it, the podcast originally started as Roar Podcast, which was a little bit more faith oriented, and uh, and then I changed it because yeah. things happen, you evolve. Go it's ahead. crazy. It's crazy, bro. I remember when you first dropped the Roar Roar Podcast, man, and um, and I downloaded it, bro. I mean, I listened on SoundCloud, bro. I didn't I didn't listen to to like every episode or listen, yeah. but I tuned into you, bro. And so I know I was just talking to my wife because. She was at the grocery store and she was like, babe, I'm just going to, I told her I didn't want them for Father's Day. And I know I'll get a little something, right. but I, I'm not like that, bro. I don't like celebrating type of stuff like that. Even for like my birthday, I don't want this big extravagant stuff. But she was like, uh, she went to the grocery store. She was like, babe, I'm just going to cook for you, whatever you want this weekend. Right. You know, all, all weekend, I'm just going to get you fat. I was like, that's what I want. <laughs> that's what's so, happening right there. But she came down. She was like, uh, she was like, babe, do you still want me to ch- cook that chilaquiles for you? I was like, hell yeah. Ooh. Like, Ugh. I was like, I'm not turning that down. Yeah, so, hell yeah. So I was like, yeah, cook that. But I was like, it's it's crazy. I showed her to kind of hit on your on your point, bro. From the Roar podcast where you're kind of you're kind of on SoundCloud to where now, obviously, technologies have evolved and, and certain uh, platforms evolved. But like, I opened up my spotify screen bro and, and you're right there your your That's logo right there crazy. is yeah bro it's awesome i appreciate that man uh because uh you know bro, bro i mean i'm assuming that you probably went through the same thing man i don't think that when you when you start doing something you don't necessarily know where this is gonna go man you just kind of throw it out there and and i don't know i want i don't know if you want to call it faith i don't know if you want to call it hope i don't know if you want to call it the universe whatever people want to call it yeah. You just kind of throw it out there and see where the wind takes it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm, I'm no one of influence. Mm-hmm. I'm no one of influence. I don't have like a ton of friends and all that. But I like getting to know people. And I thought, yeah. dude, I see. See, I listen to Joe Rogan, and he mm-hmm. talks to people that have uh, connections. He's connected. There's no way that I'll ever right. be his size. You know what I mean? As far as a podcast goes, he's but a I, he's, he's a king, bro. He's yeah, king. yeah, exactly. So, in my opinion, I think that the people that are out here just as common as I am have mm-hmm. as good a story or as good of information as some of these guys do. Granted, they're not special. Maybe we're not specialists, mm-hmm. but here, here I am talking to you, and you're yeah. you're gaining your expertise yeah. in your field. Absolutely. You know, and 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 as you're as we're talking, I'm also mm-hmm. trying to get become an expert in what I'm doing. And I'm still, I'm nowhere close to being where I, where I need to be. Yeah. Well, you, well you, I mean, so you got to look at it like this, bro. Like, uh, of course, you know, there's the cliche, and it, it's true. I'm not trying to dog it. There's a cliche, you know, when you go into something or, you know, of course, it's, you know, I do this because, you know, I want to have fun. I want to try to help people and all that stuff. But it's a business, bro. It's a business. Like, at the end of the day, there's an end goal. And yep. whatever you can, if there's another way another you know stream any type of, of of way that you can bring additional income into your household bro why wouldn't you try to do it right and so right exactly and so instead of going and getting another part-time job or you know starting another type of business well now there's now there's this thing called podcasting and mm. now the the fact that guys like Joe Rogan and, and other guys under him or and, and girls under him whatever now you see the the potential that podcasting c- can bring you. 
just by talking about things you enjoy and have a passion exactly. for, ultimately, you can bring money into your household. You can bring streams of revenue and help your family um, do extra things in life, man. And, 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 you know, you never know. Ultimately, one day it could lead in to being a full-time podcaster, bro. But it's yeah, always baby absolutely. steps. It's baby steps, you know? Mm-hmm. Initially, you're doing it for fun, you know? Right. So, so check this out. It's funny you said that because uh, I work for the school district, bro, and I and and I work in one of the departments where the the sites whether uh, they send us emails telling us to to cut a check for certain services that we receive throughout the district. Mm-hmm. So the other day I got an email saying, "Hey, I need you to key off this uh, uh, this this invoice." And yeah. I looked at the invoice and it said podcasts on there. I said, "What? Let me mm-hmm. look at this invoice." Yeah. I said, let me look at this invoice. There was 15 episodes on this, uh, 15 one-hour episodes on this invoice. Yeah. We cut a check. We cut a check for $30,000, homie. Jeez. The school, the school district. Yeah. Cut a check for $30,000 for 15 episodes of a podcast. Well, okay, what was on it is is. is I'm sure there was something instructional, something educational, something for uh, distant learning that we're going the whole COVID thing that we got going on. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Ne- nevertheless, nevertheless, it was an expert speaking on a topic that was going to be beneficial to somebody, mm-hmm. teachers, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever. And they got paid. That's so crazy, ultimately, bro. So, so ultimately, you're right, man. I'm doing this as a passion right now. And, and honestly, I'll be honest with you, man. I'm still doing a lot of a lot more homework. I haven't necessarily found out how to make revenue besides getting the downloads and the streams. And once yeah. that becomes a little bit more uh, uh, heavier traffic, yeah. then you begin to see some kind of monetization. But, but until then, I love doing this, man. I haven't I haven't seen you in forever, bro. So I'm happy to talk to you. I'm happy to catch up with you and figure out where you're at, man. Hell Let's yeah, get bro. Into it. Hell Let's yeah, get bro. Into it. So, awesome. so check it out. So check it out, man. The, la- the last that was a good intro, actually, man. Very organic, just kind of go into. Boom. I, I hate I hate when we when when I point it out, but it's kind of something that I I notice when as someone that's trying to get a podcast together. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, see the hell yeah. Fluidity of things. So yeah. I, I learned these moments. So the last time I, that we actually physically saw each other, we were both working for a, a pretty big. Uh, um, so, the salty snack manufacturing. <laughs> <laughs> How about that, bro? How, yeah. how long ago was that? Dude, so I, man, I, I stopped, I quit um, March of 2015. And I remember because it was, it was, I did my five years there, bro, a little after right. March, after I hit my five years. So I think, I believe you, you took off, definitely you took off before me, maybe a year before I left. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I, I remember the, the, you know, the whole situation. I just remember you saying like, yeah, bro, like, um, I, I'm, I'm kind of just, I just want to be happy. I want to be with my family. You know, I'm cashing out yeah. my 401k. We'll be all right. My 401k yeah. is kind of stacked right now. And, um, and, and you know, I'm just going to figure it out. And, yeah. and I felt that bro. Like, like, I think there were so many people that were like looking at you when you did it and, and wish they could have done the same thing, bro. But, but you know, I, you know, at Frito Lay, bro, it's like, I never want to dog the company. No, I think mainly because there's a bunch of great people that you know we met through there, and right. and uh, I never want to dog the company, bro. But you know, just it, it, there comes a point in time where like 
the pay, the pay doesn't matter, bro. The, the money doesn't matter. You know, you you realize like when you're getting home and you and you're tired, and we gotta work and we gotta you know go through things you know to bring uh, an income to our households and stuff. But you know, they're just there's a there's a there's a tipping point, bro. And I reached mine, and and I, and, and obviously you reached yours. You know. Yeah. So. So check this out. There's a little, a little uh, insight into that, man. So I, um, I had, a, I had a plan, bro. Uh, you know, and things life, life happens. Sometimes things don't go as planned. However, yeah. I do not regret actually leaving. Okay. Yeah. Here, 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 let me, let me say this right now. I made the most money I've ever made in my life with Frito Lay. Thank yeah. you, Frito Lay. Yeah, thank they, you. <laughs> they, they, you know, they taught me a lot of a lot of things, and I learned a lot. As a matter of fact, a lot of the jobs that I had afterwards, not a lot of but the couple that I had afterwards, uh, a lot of the experience that made me a qualified candidate was because of everything that I picked up from them. Yeah, I because it was the most structured, the more rigorous as well mm-hmm. <laughs> out of all the jobs I've done. Absolutely. So what happened was, bro. I, I, I woke up one morning, like at midnight, strapping on my boots, bro, and uh, and and put on my uniform, and I was like, man, I'm, I don't know if I can do this for 15 years, man. Even if people <laughs> don't start at midnight, the, the route that I had to do, I had to be at my first stop by 2, 2.30. Oh, yeah. You know, if, if, if you wanted to get done early, in the morning. So I look over, see my wife. Dude, I, miss, I miss five or six years of my kids' uh, uh Activity that's yeah. cool. Oh, I, didn't yeah. get, I didn't get to take them to school. Mm-hmm. I didn't go on field trips. I didn't get to do birthday parties because I was too tired. I swear to God, bro, I was tired. I was just like, hey, you guys go oh, yeah. take them to Chuck E. Cheese. So it was crazy. And uh, and one day I was just like, you know what? This has got to change, man. I, I'm, I'm missing out on my family. My family's yeah. the most valuable and precious thing that I have, bro. Well, that's the, Nothing that's, can buy that. that's the only reason why you were even working in the first place, bro. Yeah, exactly. So so long story short, man, I ended up cutting out. But guess guess what trip really tripped me out was that I got a call for, uh, from Ryan Flannery. Shout yeah. out to Ryan Flannery. Ryan, he my called, boy. <laughs> he, called me, uh, he called me up like about a, a year later and he goes, guess what? I go, what's up? He goes, I did the exact same thing you did. I got the hell out of time. And I went to go buy furniture from him at Jerome's, dog. Hell yeah. You Ryan, know? But, uh, dude, Ryan's another one. Ryan, so me and Ryan have a a cool kind of a story with, with Frito-Lay. I, I haven't talked to him, like, personally in a while. I mean, we reach out on Facebook every once in a while. I'll see some. I'll, I'll throw a comment, whatever, you know, kind of keep in touch like that way. But um, so when I – before I started working at Frito-Lay, when I was getting hired on as a merchandiser, I did a, a, a ride-along with Ryan and yeah. kind of walked side-by-side with him. And then once I got promoted to sales, he trained me, you know? Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So me and Ryan, yeah, me and Ryan uh, Flannery, that's my boy right there, man. Yeah, he's a cool cat, man. I love Hell working yeah. with the guy, man. Uh, so, so that, so long story short, man, you ended up finally saying, "All right, I'm out." But, and, but I, I remember that you had started something, uh, a project. I don't, I don't even know if you're still, you're still invested in it. But you had, uh, what is it, Scrubs? Yeah, man. So yeah, I don't even know. So what happened there? What, or, or what's the word on Scrubs? Yeah. So okay. So, Oh, definitely. Let me interrupt you real quick. Yeah. Prior to me leaving, I remember you speaking, man, I'm reading Poor Dad, Rich Dad. 
I'm yes, reading, sir. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm, re- I'm reading like the one minute something. I forget yeah. what you manager. I think is what you were reading. You were telling know. me about these books, and you and you were talking about getting a hustle on, getting a business going. And I was like, man, this guy. Since then, I knew you were going to do something. Yeah. I just didn't know which direction you were going to go. But then you jumped on this auto detailing thing. Yeah. Now we, you know, where were you at with that? What happened there? Yeah, bro. So obviously, I mean that 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 business that business failed, man. It was a failed business. But so kind of leading into that business, um, I I to kind of get my feet wet, I, I was doing headlight restoration. So I started like a little mm-hmm. side business before the big business. So I was doing headlight restoration, uh-huh. and you know, it was after you know obviously reading all this rich dad poor dad stuff. It started out with reading rich dad poor dad. I was like, okay. It completely flipped my mindset, bro. Like, I, I always knew, like, since as long as I could remember, bro, like, I knew at the end of the day, like, financially, and it, I don't want to always bring it back to finances, but financially. Yeah, but, hey, it's and, an important part of life, bro. Absolutely. But I always knew, like, in my mind, like, I don't know where I'm going to end up. I don't know what my career is going to be. I don't know what, it, what I'm going to be doing, but I know I'm going to be fine. At the end of the day, when it's all said and done, I'm going to I'm going to be able to be in a position to where I can provide for my family. I can go and do extracurricular things. Nothing crazy. But, you know, I don't want I didn't I never thought that money would be uh, a hindrance of me doing extra things that I wanted to do mm. once it was finally said and done. So kind of fast forward. So I, I finally came across this book. It was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I read that book completely changed my mindset, bro. And it kind of unlocked unlocked my brain almost to almost to a kind of like a fault in in, in a sense. But so it unlocked that. So I started. Um, uh, I met this guy at Vons, and uh, I forget which, which one it is. The one off of Palm, off right off the eight hundred five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, set, oh, set, oh, the yeah, yeah, I know the South one up Bay. more South yeah, Bay. Yeah. South yeah. Bay. So yeah, yeah. so I started uh, at that Vons over there, and I met this guy, and. Um, he was he was a lot younger, and but he was always talking about cars and how he fixed cars and stuff like that. And so I was like, okay, this is cool. So I was like, bro, let, I got money. Like, let's buy a car, let's fix it up, and let's flip it. And he was like, okay, I'm down, I'm down. So I did that uh, for one car, and I instantly figured out that this kid's young. Although I know he wants to make money, he wasn't about the business. And so when I yeah. put up $500 uh, expecting to get a return, you know, when we say we're going to get a return, you know, I expect that money. $500 is no joke. And um, right. so ultimately the car sold. We got the money, but I kind of washed my hands of that situation. So, you know, right. you kind of go down other avenues and rabbit holes. And um, I started doing a headlight restoration because my little brother was uh, detailing, you know, in San Diego. Mobile detailing is huge, bro. There's and there's so much competition. Hell yeah! So my little brother was working for a guy uh, that was doing mobile detailing. My brother would always say, "Bro, we like we could do this. Like this is easy. Like I know all all the ins and outs and everything." And I was like, "All right, bro, I hear you. I hear you." And then finally, I was like, "You know what? Let me start this little side venture while I'm working at Frito." And the first kind of the first bad signal um, about it, and I was already mentally kind of preparing myself to get one foot out the door. I rocked a hat that I got made that mm. said uh, 
rainy day optics headlight restoration. Right. And um, one of the one of the managers, bro, I, I'm not gonna call out names, but one of the yeah, managers yeah. came up to me and he was like, "What's up with that hat?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" He was like, "What business is that? You're not supposed to be like promoting other businesses, mind you." I'm wearing a Padre hat every single day of the week. And we're right. not even supposed to be wearing Padre hat. Exactly. But now because I'm wearing something that I'm actually creating, uh, you're going to call me out on it. So I was like, that's bullshit. So that accelerated, yeah. that accelerated, you know, what I was trying to do. So I went from headlight restoration. I started buying equipment, bro. And, yeah, I, uh, and then I met a mentor uh, that I met through YouTube, bro. As a, as a mobile detailer, detailer, at, at this point, when I when I was watching him, he had like 60,000 subscribers, bro, as a mobile detailer mm-hmm. on YouTube. And I reached out to him one day, and I was like, "Hey, man, I know you get a, probably get a lot of re- requests and, and questions and stuff." I was like, "I'm getting ready to start this de- uh, detailing business. I just want to soak up some game, soak up some knowledge. I constantly everything I've learned, I've learned from watching your YouTube videos." And he got back to me like nine o'clock that night, bro, and he was like, "Bro, come out here. I got two details tomorrow." And he's in Orange County, so that's a about a two-hour drive. That's an so investment, did, homie. An investment, bro. So I did it. I went out there, and it kind of just accelerated that, and it pushed me. And I started doing the detail business, bro. Quit my job at Frito-Lay after five years. Ooh. At that point, I had just uh, – my baby was born in August. My second baby was born in August, and I quit my job Frito-Lay. Benefits. Cash. Yo. Quit it. Cold turkey, bro. And, um, and, and, and I hopped right into the detailing. And I had a business partner, one of my good friends from high school. He's still my brother. Um, you know, sometimes business and, and friendship doesn't work all the time. Right. He, he he didn't quit his job at at free at Smart and Final. He was and I didn't expect him to. Yeah, yeah. He was at Smart and Final since we were eighteen, mm. and um, you know, so he was there for a long time, and I understood that. But I told him from the start, I was like, bro, I don't want to, I don't want a cash investor. I want somebody who's literally going to be out there grinding with me. And he was like, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm going to get to it eventually. Chasing but he didn't. Dream. Yeah, but he kind of, and he didn't. And, he, and I was the one on, on my end. I was like, damn, bro, I laid everything down on the line. Like, I just had a second baby. Like, I gave up everything, bro. And I'm, I'm really putting all my eggs into this basket. And I grew animosity to the situation because I felt like I was alone, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he, he had the comfort of that job still. I, I was I put it all out there. I risked everything, bro. So that is one of the reasons why the business ultimately failed. And I, I don't want to put it on him. I'll blame no, it no. on myself. I'm gonna blame it on myself because the simple fact is once I started detailing and getting really into it, bro, I took pride in the jobs and the work that I did. But as I was doing it, it kind of I got that that sense of Frito Lay again. Like that physical mm. labor, the manual labor. And I was yeah. like, that's one of the reasons why I got out of Frito Lay, bro. And right. one yeah. of the reasons, so it kind of, I fell back into that trap. It was a little better because I was working for myself. I was my own boss, you know, all that stuff. But it fell into, I did not enjoy what I was doing. Hold up. Let me, let me pause you right here, man, because you're speaking some truth right now, man. So, and this is, this goes into everything that's happening right now, because uh, during this COVID thing, as, as you probably know, I started baking pizzas and I started going, looking into uh, a mobile oven. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm looking into mobile ovens, but the other day I, I was uh, I had a little bir- uh, not a birthday but a promotional uh, celebration for my oldest son, 13, yep. just graduated yep. from uh, middle school, going to high school, yeah. and I was and I was sitting there the night before prepping dough and all that, 
And I couldn't explain why I was so frustrated doing it, bro. Mm -hmm. And then, and right now that you're talking about it, it just clicked. It's like, dude, I fell into that system of an actual physical grind. So I don't know how much I really want to go that route unless yeah. I'm actually just pouring money into it and having other people do it. Yeah, absolutely, because bro. For, because for, for me, myself, man, that was a grind. Because I, I baked, I, it, that was only 10 pizzas. And mm -hmm. that was, I prepped them at night. Baked them during the day, 95 degree out here, man. I mean, you're in San yeah. Diego, you know what I'm saying? The kitchen oh, yeah. was out 200 degrees. Hell yeah, <laughs> you know? definitely. So, uh, so yeah, that you, you make sense. You you fall into that grind and you get a sense of like, dude, what am I doing? I just I just fell right back into the same situation I, I previously found myself in. Hell so yeah, what happens then? And it's and, you know, and, and it's, it's 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 always baby steps. But yeah, no. So the, so the business. So that business failed, bro. And and I was actually when it first popped off, bro. I was excited. You know, I, I was on my grind, bro. I actually, um, so I don't know if you're familiar with Scott and BR, a local sports talk out in San Diego. No, no, um, no, no. So Mighty 1090, so Mighty 1090, I, I don't know if they're on air anymore because they had some uh, issues over there at uh, Mighty 1090. Um, but so Scott and BR were, were like the biggest sports talk radio show in San Diego, bro. And and I listened, I listened to them for years, bro, since I was in high school. But one of my uh, one of the coolest things I, I ever did was you know with that business you know on Twitter, um, I reached out. I was listening to their show, reached out to them on Twitter because they were talking about a mobile uh, podcast uh, studio and mm -hmm. how they could go and just be mobile and do do that everywhere. And I was like, mobile podcast studio. I met, so I, I tweeted them, mobile podcast studio is awesome, but how about a free car or car detail from uh, the Car Scrubs Mobile Detailing? And uh, <laughs> and bro, they. Uh, they sh they started talking about for like a solid minute on the radio on their show, bro. <laughs> Free advertisement. <laughs> Free advertisement, bro. And it was it was a cool thing. And um and so I kind of followed up with their producer, reached out to their producer. I never heard anything back, but I only did it one time. I didn't I didn't pound yeah. it. Um. So that was probably my fault of not taking advantage of that opportunity. But it was whatever. I, I thought it was cool just to be out there on the airwaves. Bro. Um, you know, so, so I did that and, and then, um, so that was when I first started, but then again, you, you get caught into that, to that work and then the grind is like, nah, this ain't it, bro. So, so the business started failing and ultimately it failed. And I was more so just doing it because I needed to make money. I wasn't promoting it very little and, you know, kind of just word of mouth, I would get jobs here and there. So then, you know, you fast forward till today, but I, that always Gave me, the, you know, I had the entrepreneurial mindset, bro, and I knew I was gonna fall into something. And, and and it's always good to taste certain things, bro, because then you'll figure it out. You know, if if you don't like certain things, it's good. Then then you save yourself from not investing so much money into it. Right. Um, so you fast forward. My father-in-law had just retired from his job, and he's originally from Iowa. And um, he was like, "Look, I'm a, I'm gonna sell my house in San Diego because I'm gonna be living off my pension." And my mortgage is going to eat up most of my pension. So I'm moved back home to Iowa, live comfortably, just live off my pension. I don't have to work. You know, it's a true retirement. So he asked me if we wanted to go. And there was a big rift between me and my in-laws, bro, like initially because I married their daughter. You know, that's, you know, yeah. I'm taking my mother away from her daughter. So it was crazy stuff. So there was a big rift for like a couple months. And then finally, bro, like I thought about it one night and I just like had an epiphany, bro. Like I knew deep down, I didn't want to have, I didn't want to be working for anyone else, bro. And, and that's just me. 
And right. so I was like, if I can move, you, you, you're telling me I can move to Iowa, literally cut our expenses right in half. I could still find, find a job just to get started. And then I'd be able to risk, take more, more risk with my money and investing in certain businesses because I don't have to worry about the huge expenses and overheads of being in San Diego. So I thought about, I was like, I'm moving to Iowa, bro. And that was one of the hardest things I ever just, just, I'm, I was 35 at the time, born and raised in San Diego, bro. And a, yeah. and a kid from a San Diego kid moving from San Diego to the middle of Iowa, bro. That's a crazy thing. So I took that risk and ultimately I was still looking for uh, stuff to do. At, you know, I was in car sales. I was at Verizon, but I always had my eye in, this, in the other ways to make money. And I kind of just fell on the eBay, bro. And, and that's what I'm doing full time right now, bro. I'm a full time reseller, and it's it's amazing. So, 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 how did that? How did that even start? How did you even get into like, hey, man, let me go ahead and uh, what, what what was the first item that you looked at and said, let's go put this on eBay and see what happens? I mean, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm sure you you didn't know what to expect, or, or or have you already been doing your research and trying to figure out? I mean, what? How did that go about? Yeah, bro. So let me, so my first, so I, I sold a little bit, you know, I think everyone like growing up playing baseball, you, you get those, uh, those boxes of candy bars to kind of go around and sell. Mm. So you kind of build up a little bit of a mindset from that point. And one of the illest things that kind of, uh, uh, one of my first things of experience of, of reselling, bro, to be honest, man, I was like 19, 20 years old, bro. And I was for the most part, I was a straight edge, cool kid. You know, I did my partying. I played football, yeah. you know. I was, you know, I did my drinking, not crazy, yeah. but on the weekends, we partied. Um, but, you know, I, sl- I slanged a little bit of weed, bro. Yeah, I slanged <laughs> a little bit of weed. And um, and I was so garbage at, at doing it, uh, just a straight novice, bro. I got pulled over one time, um, right in the southeast, bro. Got pulled over because I was picking up uh, a few of my cousins from the, from a house. And we were just, we were, I was going to pick them up. We were going to go... Uh, I don't know what the hell we were going to do, but I was picking them up and the cops put up, pulled us over. And the reason they pulled us over is they were gang detail cops. And so they were looking for gang members and uh, they knew we were kind of like low key squares, but they said, you guys got any weed in the car? And I was like, nah, but they was like, all right, we're going to go check at that time. I wasn't like trying to argue or do any of that stuff. So we all got out the car, bro. And, um, and they found, they found a, a Q, it was a QP. Yeah. And uh, and that was the end of my slinging days, but that was my first like kind of real taste of of, of, of flipping, bro. So you know, kind of fast forward. Um, but I, but on, on eBay, yeah. So on eBay, you know, when you fast forward, so I I I originally wanted to do like e-commerce, like Shopify. I wanted to set up like a Shopify website and do drop shipping. So drop shipping meant I didn't have to touch any product. If somebody ordered something. They're on my website ordering some, but as soon as they order, a company is fulfilling that order for me. Right. And so I was looking into that. And then, you know, on YouTube, you go down rabbit holes, bro. Yeah, then I came across yeah. somebody reselling on eBay. So then I just started watching video after video after video, bro. And the first thing I started doing was selling stuff around the, around my house because it was free. And, right. you know, kind of get my feet wet, <laughs> kind of get my feet wet and get that taste of it. You know, because I wasn't going to go gung-ho if I started doing something and, and then, you know, I didn't enjoy it. So I started getting my feet wet. I started tasting, tasting. And I was like, this is crazy, bro. Like, I'm literally waking up and I seen that I'm making money while I'm sleeping. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was I would see the PayPal funds coming in while I'm sleeping. So I'm like, okay, there's something here. So then once I really started getting good at going out to thrift stores and garage sales and stuff like that, bro, it was just a wrap. And then the more you watch other content creators on YouTube, uh, there's good ones and then there's bad ones. But the more you watch these people, they don't even have to talk, bro. There's a guy on YouTube. His name is Cincinnati Picker. Mm. He has 100,000 subscribers, bro, as a reseller. Like, his page, his pages took off. But he's so down to earth, he's awesome. Literally, I watched his garage selling videos for hours, bro. He would go to garage sale after garage sale after garage sale. And I would literally get an idea on things that he was buying. So when I was out there at garage sales, now I have an idea as well. And of mm. course, there's always new categories that you don't know and you got to look stuff up. But the more I watched, it was just, it was exploding. So now I'm able to buy certain things in different categories and, and just make a lot more money, bro. So, you know, that's how that, the whole reselling came about, bro. Initially, it started with doing some Shopify stuff and then it got into eBay. So, uh, you know, the reselling game is just, it's been really good to me, man. Right. I've always uh, thought about the same thing, man. Uh, prior to getting the the podcast going, I used to tell my wife, dude, I need a website because I need to I need to build something to where I can sell stuff without actually having the, the product. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't even know how to go on you, man. I'm I'm a big dummy, bro. I'm I'm barely learning a lot of this stuff out. Yeah. So I and, and my main source is, is now YouTube. Yeah, and that's where it. I go. That's where I go for everything. I've, I've remodeled my kitchen. I've remodeled my, oh, yeah, my, my bedrooms mm-hmm. off of YouTube videos. You know what I mean? Because I'm not very handy. Yeah. But but I always knew that I needed to, I wanted to make money somehow with the website. I just didn't know how, how to go about it. So it's interesting that that's, you, you did the same thing. But I didn't know I didn't know as much as you, you knew, obviously. And I'm kind of glad that I, I, I had the thought because even now with the podcast, that still seems like something that's viable. Hell yeah, bro. I mean, so so here's the thing. I mean, it's it, it's easy. It, it's easy to set up an eBay account, bro. It's easy right, to set up. Right. It's easy to set up a PayPal account, bro. Yeah. It's e- it's easy to find stuff around your house that you know you don't want. Right. And you can make some money off of, bro. So when it's one of those businesses that you can kind of just post it somewhere and just let it do its thing, and you got some passive income coming in, bro. I mean, that's 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 one of the best ways to make money, man. Now, it's not truly passive because you're putting in the work to get the items and you're listing. But when you can make money while you're asleep, bro, that's that's fire. So 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 how does eBay actually work, though, man? From my understanding is that it's auction type stuff, right? Isn't that what, or you have fixed prices? Yeah, bro. So there's auction. So eBay, eBay is awesome, bro. Like Amazon's Amazon's came in and they and they and they kind of took over the e-commerce game. Like anything online, like you can go to Amazon, you can find. And there's certain you know niche or certain brands that you can't find on there. But for the most part, anything you want to get access to, it's on uh, Amazon. Um, so eBay was kind of like more of the they were the first to the market in this kind of stuff, man. They were the first big you know kind of conglomerate, if you want to say, like an Amazon. But they're more so like old school. Um, and before I got on eBay, that's what I thought too. It's just auction stuff. But no, nah, bro, it's, it's just like Amazon, man. In a sense, the, the thing, the reason why I love eBay so much and why I, I don't even go on Amazon, bro, to be quite honest. Every once in a while, I'll look for something. But eBay, eBay is, is geared towards a certain market, bro. Let's say 
some of the stuff you grew up with in your childhood, bro. Right. Just anything, whether it's a toy, whether it's a game, whether it's yeah. something, bro. You can, if you want to relive and nostalgia and, and stuff like that, you can literally go on eBay, bro, and you can find it. Mm. It's the biggest pre-owned marketplace online and in the world, bro. Right, right. You know, so that that's why I love eBay and that's why I love that niche. But there's auctions, so you can you can set certain items to an auction. You can set certain items to buy it now, um, to where there's no auction. You I mean you just set your own price, um, and then there's an option that within that buy it now, uh, setting your own price. You can set, uh, you could allow offers, and you can allow somebody to make like here's a, like if I put a hat on there and I want fifty dollars for it, I will allow offers, but the lowest offer I'll take is thirty five dollars. So the people will know that when they're putting in an offer. If they put in $34, it'll automatically decline it. So then they know they got to step it up. But yeah, no, nah, it's, it's more than just mm-hmm. auction, bro. It's like literally, it's just like Amazon, man. Right. But they do have the option of auctioning stuff off. So. All right. So check this out. How do you determine uh, what price you're going to give on certain items? Yeah, bro. So it's just, it's, it's a market research, bro. So the easiest, that's the thing. That's one of the kind of the, the, it's not even hard once you know it, but that's one of the things that people are like, when you're first getting into it, you got to learn. So it's literally, you, op- you open up the email, you open up the email, eBay app, bro. Let's say, you know, you have some, uh, uh, Kletho Reyes, Kletho Reyes boxing gloves, bro. Kletho okay, Reyes, okay? Reyes boxing gloves, bro. So cool. you type in, usually on most things, there's going to be an item number. There's going to be a tag number. For the most part, but even if they're not, let's say you got a, a pair of green Kletho Reyes bo- boxing gloves, bro. Um, so you go on to e- eBay, you type in Kletho Reyes boxing gloves. You can even throw in green because it's specific to green. You'll go on there, bro, and you'll see 10 other gloves selling. So you gauge the market off of that. So if, if there's 10 gloves on there and they're all selling, you know, the average price is, you know, some selling for like 60, some selling for 70. You see some for 80, you see some for 50. You kind of want to play that middle ballpark. If you want to sell faster, you drop it a little bit. If you want a little bit more more money because you know the value, you raise it up a little bit. But there's always that average of the market. Okay. And then you see what it's listed at, but then you have to click the option. There's an option in the in, in eBay. It's you click the option to toggle over to solds, and then you you're seeing what it's actually sold for. So that's the real gauge of it right there, because if you're just seeing what it's listed at, the market goes up and down. But if you see what it's sold at, solds are going to be the for the last that's 90 days. So you get a better idea. Right and that's how you're setting the price on all your items on eBay, bro. So you could literally go to a, a Goodwill, hey. go to a, a Walmart. You can scan some games and it's and, and, and you'll see the price on there. Click over on the solds. And if you see you pick up, you know, you go to a Goodwill and you see a T-shirt, for example. That you can get for $2. And you look that t-shirt up, you see, whoa, this t-shirt just sold for $25. Well, for $2, I'm going to take that shirt. Yeah, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, I know what it's selling for. It's really easy to look up prices, bro. Like, you can go around your house, type right. in, in the search on eBay, and stuff pops up. And you're like, whoa, bro, I didn't know I had that. you me fired up. You know what I'm saying? It, because it's... And I now that's, so- that's what I do whenever I go anywhere now, bro. Any store... I was at a grocery store yesterday, bro. I bought six pairs of Crocs. Right. Because they were, I got them each for about 20 bucks. 
And right now they're going on eBay for 60 bucks. Hey. You know what I'm saying? So anywhere I go, I'm looking stuff up, bro. I'm, I always got my eye open now. That, that's, a, that's a trip, man. Uh, so the, the, uh, the other day, uh, I sold, uh, I sold uh, a, uh, a Nintendo Wii with nice. like 20 games, bro, and a bunch of those little animation uh, Skylander units yep. and yep. PS, uh, PS3 with the same, same thing. Everything was broke. But and, and I tried to go on eBay, man, and I couldn't figure it out for nothing, bro. I was on my app, though. I didn't open up the, the laptop. I was on, the, on the, my phone. And, you know, I decided to just put it on OfferUp. And I, I feel like I got robbed at, on OfferUp. But at would the you, same time... Uh, what you sell them for? So I sold, I sold the, the Nintendo Wii and, like, 20 games. This yep. is no lie. Like, 20 games for 200 bucks. That's a... Depending on the games... That's that you didn't get. That's a good deal, bro. You you made out. Really? That, that's all. Yeah. Depending on the games. Now, if you had certain one-off games, bro, you probably could have sold it for more. Oh, okay. But two hundred dollars for twenty games. Uh, that that's a solid flip, bro. Because you know what? Before the pandemic. Oh, okay. We the Wii market was down, bro. You can. It would be hard for you to sell a Wii with two controllers and some games for like fifty bucks. Oh, oh, you know what? And this one had three controllers. It had uh, three of the, yeah, uh, the nunchucks. So, so and, okay. and, and the and now the 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 games are the X factor because if you had, you know, Zeldas or Pokemon's or something like that, sometimes those games are fifty plus dollar games, bro. So, oh, okay. um, but at two hundred dollars, I'm gonna assume it wasn't a reseller, unless it had specific games. Because two hundred dollars, you're taking the meat off the bone. So it was somebody who actually wanted to use it. So that's yeah. a good deal, bro. And then oh, what okay. about for the, what about for the PS3? Same thing. Same for the, to the same customer. So she she actually came by and said, or, or I met her down in College Grove area. Mm -hmm. I took the, the wheat and and she went through it. Uh, she took it home and looked at it, and uh, and she said, "Hey, thanks for the game." She messaged me, "Thanks, for, yeah. thanks for the system. It's great. My kids love it." I go, "Hey." I got a PS3 with the uh, same amount of games, same characters that you can use combined with the Wii, yeah. and uh, for another 200 bucks, I can, I can get you that. She goes, let's do it. So she literally met me back at the... So I made 400 bucks off of both consoles. Both yeah, consoles. I mean, and that one's a good... That, PS3, $200, with the, that's a solid flip, bro. That, you, okay, you got, cool. So that, yeah, got, you're, I, you're square there right there. After, after seeing what you were, what you were like... Posting games, single games, 50, 60 bucks. That's, like, so, man, that's I must have got jacked. No, no, that you did good. But again, the X factor is the games. I think I still think $200 uh, is taking the meat off the bone for a reseller. But if you had, so example, I came across, I've been looking for this game forever, bro. And I came across NCAA 2014 for the PS3. Um, that game alone selling for like $150 right now. So if, if, if I seen something online and I seen a PS3 with 20 games for 200 bucks and I seen that game, I would probably, I would think about mm. pulling the trigger on it because I know I would get most of my money back off that one game. One now game. I got 19, now I got 19 other games plus the PS3 I can still make money on. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, you know, you know what I'm digging about this conversation right now, bro, is that you're kicking so much wisdom, so much knowledge here, man. That and, and it's got it. I mean, you seem like the kind of person that does not give a damn who hears it because you know I, I feel like you think 
that you believe that there's enough room for everyone. Is that is that bro, how you feel? Bro, 100%, bro. So I I will kind of go back to a cliche. So obviously again, I think the end goal for for us creating content, being on YouTube, podcast, we want to generate some money. Right. But I do have a bigger purpose in life, bro. And here's my purpose and here's what I feel my purpose is. I, I came from the mud, bro. I'm, yeah. 30, I'm 37, 22, 45th Street. I'm East Dago boy. Mm, and this yeah. is before this is before everything got built and it started uh, getting hipstered out and all that stuff, bro. I came I came from the real stuff, and and I grew up broke, bro, bro. I, you know I didn't have much, and um, I knew my I knew my mom and my pops loved me, and I had my my two aunts and my grandma, and they were a little bit more kind of uh, I guess um, situated as mm. opposed to my mom. And my mom was just wasn't. Right. And so I grew up, I came from the mud, bro. Struggled, there's Christmases. I didn't get nothing, bro. And and, and I, I always you. felt that. And so I always told myself, like, you know what? When I grow up and, and I become a father, bro, I'm going to be the greatest dad ever. Because I, I never met my biological dad either, bro. Like, I never hey. met him one day in my life, bro. So I, that drove me. I, I flipped it. Where, where some people would say, use that as like a, as a crutch, as an excuse. Right. I said, I said, damn with that, bro. Like, there's no way. Um, yeah. So, you know, so just coming from from my background, coming from the mud, bro. Um, I knew personally, like, I always loved sports, and I knew I kind of had that dream of going to college and playing sports, but only because of playing sports. I didn't like mm. the school aspect of it, bro. And school's not for everyone. And yeah, there's so yeah. many there's so many successful people that don't go to school. Yeah. Um. So once I figured out, like. I wasn't going to go to school. I wasn't going to accomplish a degree. I had to figure out other ways to make money. And that's what I want to kind of do. That's my thing, bro, is ultimately I want to go, go back to my community, bro. And any community that's, that's you know, kind of, you know, just down. And, right. and I, I want to reach out to the youth, bro. I want to let them know, like, hey, there's other ways you can go back. Because when you grow up, you're going to school. All you're told is go to school, go to college, you get a degree, you're going to get a job. So now when you realize like school's not for me, but you can be the brightest person in the world. You can have so much talent in the world, but you've been told all your life, go to school or else you're not going to accomplish anything. Now you feel that you failed at school. What do I do? Right. There's yeah, so many other avenues. Yeah. So I want to, I want to, I want to be kind of that person in the community, bro, that can go back and say, Hey, I want to teach entrepreneurship. I want to let these kids know like, Hey, if you enjoy baking cookies, there's things you can do to make money off baking cookies. Right. If you enjoy painting, if you enjoy playing games, especially now with all the newer technology, there's so many different ways that you can be successful in life without having that typical college education and stuff like that. And I'm not downing it, bro. Yeah, I actually, I actually admire people who have college degrees. I think it's an accomplishment. I encourage but, you, bro. Yeah. But but when you but when you're coming from from where I come from, bro, and you in your household, you don't see nobody working. You see yep. people living off the system. And, mm. and and so you don't know no better, bro. So yeah. I just want to be that. I want to be that voice for the people who came up like me to say, hey, there, there's a way out. You know, there's mm. things that you can do. You don't you don't have to repeat this cycle. And I, ultimately, bro, my purpose is is just to end that vicious cycle, bro, and to help help others get on man, and to, and to get that mindset uh, to, to be not of the victim mentality, bro, but of the the mentality that hey, if I want something, I can go get it. But you gotta you, you're gonna put in that work, though. That's the truth, man. 
I think we need to talk about that, man. Uh, more often is with the uh, the lower income uh, families, whether it's white, black, brown, doesn't matter. Doesn't I matter. think uh, I think uh, a lot of our people uh, experience that, man. You know, <clears throat> I can talk to you uh, even for myself. I I I, I tried to go to college, bro. Yeah. I try. I'm first of all, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, man. Yeah. But, I, but I, I've I've come to terms with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Have, yeah. Well, hell yeah. You have, you have, I think you have to be real with yourself, man. You can't, you, you, you can't fake the funk, bro. You can't fake the funk. Yeah. If, if, if you fake it to, I've always heard that, uh, fake it till you make it. And there's something, there's, there's a, certain some aspects truth though, to man. that, that yeah. there's some truth to that, mm-hmm. but there's some, it depends on what you're trying to fake here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What, what you're trying to make. Mm-hmm. Um, in my situation, it was like, man, I'm going to keep going to school. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying because. I think I, I was thinking that people had their eyes on me trying to say, is he going to make it? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so I, yeah. I was faking it by going and, and, and man, I spent so much money on these classes that I ended up dropping at the end of yeah. the semester because I was just like, what am I doing? Because Finally, you just wanted I, to say, you just wanted when someone asked you, like, yeah, I'm going to school. I got yeah. four classes a semester yeah. so that you can feel better. So exactly. I would do it for ego purposes. Yeah. Selfish reasons. And then I realized, you know what, dude? This isn't for me, but I can work hard. And I and I know I knew how to flip a car. I so yeah. I've been down that road. I bro, I've slain cologne. Yeah. <laughs> I've slain t-shirts. I've yeah. I've slain mangoes and pepino with chile and chamoys in a cup, bro. Fire. I've done Fire. all that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fire, I've bro. done it, bro. And and, and and now I'm on, like I said, I'm on my way to trying to trying this whole pizza thing right now. I mean, it's not set in stone. Uh, no pun intended with that, but I, I definitely am looking to try to hustle some something like that. But the podcast is my thing, bro. This is, I love doing this. So it's a, it's. But go ahead. I don't know if are you familiar with Gary V? Uh, no, who's Gary V? Talk, talk to me. Maybe Gary V is just like a he. He's a serial. He's an entrepreneur, bro. So he his his big thing is uh. So he runs a a marketing agency where he does. You know, his, his company is pretty much in charge for, like, creating ads for bigger companies and stuff like that. So hey. advertising, like, you see Super Bowl ads, they kind of create that stuff. Okay. Um, so he, he's that. So he's a he actually runs a business, but he, he does do some of the motivational stuff, too. But he's great because he just gives practical advice, bro. And um, and so, you know, that's kind of where I, I listen to a good amount of his stuff. Not as much anymore, but I know I can always go back to his stuff, and it's right. refreshing to hear. Because he's he's about he's always about no excuses, uh, you know, just being practical, not keeping up with the Joneses, bro. Which ah, uh, that's a big one. Which is a big one, bro. Keeping up with the Joneses, man. You know. Yeah. Trying we to all live. Out- look fly and, so somebody once said. Somebody once said. Uh, 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 live like a rich man, be poor, be a poor man, or something like that. Uh, look like a rich man, being yeah. a poor man. That's you know, garbage. driving that beam. Uh, pulling up in a Mercedes in the Beamer and you got five bucks for fuel. It's, it's I, garbage, bro, because it's it's kind of like along the lines of you going to college because you felt like you had to impress people. Right, exactly. By saying you're going to college. It's keeping yeah. up with the Joneses, bro. It's like the older I've gotten, you know, throughout these years with my kids and my wife and having my family, bro, like the end of the day, the way I feel about it now is like, I don't give a damn what anyone thinks about me no more, man. Like, Word. as long as my kids and my wife, if I, as long as I have my kids and my wife, bro, and I know they love me, that's the win for me, bro. 
I won. Amen to that. Amen to that. You know, so it, it, it's just about, it's again, yeah, the happiness is a key, bro. And, and going back to the Gary Vee thing, it, he always talks about tasting, you know, tasting mm. certain things. Try stuff, figure out, see if you like it. So with the whole pizza thing you're doing, bro, even with reselling, there's days where I'm just like, ah, yeah. you know, I don't want to list today. I don't want to list today. But I think the overall of what I'm doing, it, I enjoy it, bro. Yeah. And, and you know, with pizza, you had a, you had a bad day. There's a bad, bad situation. And you're just like, ah, it, become, it becomes yeah. overwhelming. But, but because you're baking, it was an event. So now there's yeah. a little bit of pressure behind it, you know? It wasn't, ah, the, the perspective it wasn't just for it wasn't just for the fun no more. Now right. you're like, all right, I gotta I got I got people people are gonna actually eat these pizzas now. So now I, I gotta I gotta make I gotta, sure they're gonna taste good, you know, all that right. stuff. So that's probably where you felt the pressure, bro. So I wouldn't judge the whole pizza game quite just yet right. off of that situation. Bro. Hey, I, I'm, I'm willing to learn, bro. I'm willing yeah. to learn, and I'm willing to hear that advice. You posted something a while back where uh, it was like, uh, it was just a reminder, like, to go out and get it because, you know, just because you had a bad day doesn't, doesn't mean anything, you know what I mean? We all have them. And I thought that was key, man. You said, you said it again right now, man. Sometimes you have a bad day, and you're just like, man, why am I even doing this, man? Why am I even doing the podcast, man? I, I, I have this thing where... I try not to get hung up on follows and downloads and stuff like that. Can't, but I, checked, can't. I, I, I checked the last couple of days and I only had one download in two days. And I was like, damn, bro. I mean, was the episode bad? Did people, I mean, you start, you know, you start thinking like what happened? Yeah. And I go, you know what? Even if no one downloads, I'm going to keep truck. I'm going to keep, I'm going to stay the course. We're going to keep going and hopefully, course, you know, boom. but, but I, I love, I, I love the title, man. Um, going you got back. It. You got to, um, you got to stay the course, bro. I mean, just like your podcast says, it's like, you never know, bro. You can go 50 episodes with one, two downloads. All it takes is for that one episode, bro. Yeah. It could be on that 51st episode to where it just pops. And then now it's going, you know? So, so which was, which was the one event that actually propelled you into something that just kind of you were like what is going on with with, with your social media or with your sales what was the one thing that that really just kind of tipped it over to the next level yeah bro so i, I think it was just a cu- accumulation of just of the consistency bro so, so big one so no matter what it is you, no matter what you're doing you got to stay consistent because once once you have momentum in anything you want to ride that momentum as long as you can because that momentum is going to get all your stats up, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it'll it'll kind of go back even kill. But but the consistency is is key to everything. So I I don't want to say it's one one thing uh as far as my content goes. Um but there's a couple of items that I picked up. Like I picked up for instance, bro, uh, uh like a kind of like um you know the doorbells that have like the cameras and stuff. Yeah. So I picked up one of those at a garage sale for 75 cents. And it wasn't one of the main brands. But I picked mm. it up for 75 cents, bro. Just because I knew. I had a feeling. And when I got home and I looked at the comps, bro, these things were selling for $75. So mm-hmm. when you buy something for 75 cents and it sold for $75, oh. like, it gets you thinking, bro. It's like, is this, like, did I really just do that? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, again, it's just 
that kind of propelled me into just being more consistent with it. And okay. then I started putting content out there as far as what I'm doing. And people, you know, people look at it and they're, you know, sometimes people now in the reselling community, I get a lot, you know, I get a few people here asking me questions. Hey, Calvin, how do I do this? What do I do this for? So it kind of gets back to ultimately I'm helping out a, a certain demographic of people right now 